Healing can be heavy, so we need times to allow ourselves to lighten up, to release the stress, and to engage in something that's playful. And this is really key to keep us out of what I call healing burnout. We can get so focused in healing, we can get so focused in doing heavy lifting and going down into the issues that we need to resolve that we get burned out on healing and we stop the process. We don't want to do that. And one of the ways that we can prevent that is through playfulness. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Permission to Love podcast. I'm your host, Jerry Henderson, and I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad that you're part of this community, a community where we're learning to give ourselves permission to love ourselves, others, and to love life to the fullest as we heal and as we transform our relationship with ourselves. Today, we're going to talk about play as an act of self-love, And how incredibly important it is to have fun as a part of our healing journey. And for some of us, learning to play and to have fun might be learning to do it for the first time. Uh, We may have been in a household or an environment where play and fun was never an option. And so as adults, we really don't know how to play. And if you're in that boat, you're in good company because I was in that boat as well. I didn't know how to have fun. I didn't know how to play. You know, and thank God I've married a woman who is full of fun, full of play, and she really helps keep that part of me alive and really helps to remind me that all work and no play makes Jerry a very, very dull boy. Now, before we get into the rest of this episode, I often get questions from the listeners of this podcast about how they can help support the show. Right now, there's three primary ways that you can do that. Number one, you can rate and review this show. Number two, you can follow it or subscribe to it. And then number three is that you can share it with somebody else, somebody that you know needs to hear the message about how they can give themselves permission to love themselves. And so that's the best way that I know right now about how you can support this show and show some love uh, through the Permission to Love podcast. All right, so I want to share a few quotes with you about having fun. And the first one is this. Play is our brain's favorite way of learning, and that's by Diane Ackerman. I also love the quote by W.D. Winnicott that says, There is a poverty of play. There's a poverty of play that exists in our world. There's also a poverty of play among those of us who are healing. K. Redfield Jameson says this, Children need the freedom to play. Play is not a luxury, but it is a necessity. And I would also add to that statement that it's not just children that it's a necessity for, but it's also adults. And then the last quote I'll share is by George Bernard Shaw, who says that we don't stop playing because we grow old, but we grow old because we stop playing. So much truth in that and so much truth in the fact that it is a necessity for us who are healing and who are on the healing journey to learn to play and to understand that it's okay to play. It's okay to have fun while you're healing. So if you don't get anything else out of this episode today, I want you to understand that play is a part of your healing journey. Giving yourself permission to have fun is okay, and you deserve it, you're worthy of it, and it's also gonna be a crucial part of keeping you on your healing journey. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in this episode. 
So maybe your healing journey is looking a little something like this. You decided that you wanted to change. Something happened, sparked that within you. And so then you started to go on a journey of learning, understanding, investigating, getting information, knowledge. Uh, Maybe you've been in therapy, you're listening to podcasts like this, and you're absorbing as much information as you can. You're digging into things, right? You're understanding the sources of your pain, your trauma, and you're learning to let things go. Uh, You're learning to see things that you have hadn't seen before. And then all of that is causing some pretty dramatic changes in your life. Some of that change is you're having to let go of certain relationships, which might be causing you to feel more isolated. And all of this feels like really serious business. And it is very serious business. And in the middle of all that, You are growing, you are transforming, you are revealing and becoming the person that you want to be. You're showing up as that person and you're making some progress. And that is freaking amazing. You know, most people don't do that work. Why? Because it's hard work. And so I want to say to you right now, you should be celebrating yourself that you even put one foot on the path of healing. Most people never even put one foot on the path to learn how they can heal and to deal with the issues that are keeping them from loving themselves and loving life and loving other people. So way to go. But maybe in all of that healing process, You've gone down the rabbit hole, you're understanding the things that you should be doing, right, in your mind, or you're hearing all of the things that, you know, the healing journey looks like, and that maybe you feel like you're not doing it right, and you need to be doing more of this, and you should be further along, and how do you deal with this uh, issue while you're trying to deal with that person, and it all just becomes very complicated And then all of a sudden, healing has become more of a fun-sucking activity for you than a life-giving activity for you. Or maybe you've just never allowed yourself to have fun at all. And we'll talk about that some more here in just a second. But the reality for you might be that it's never been fun. Life's never been fun. Healing's not been fun. And so we're going to try to give ourselves permission to have fun in healing, but to have fun as a part of our healing process. Now, of course, I want to acknowledge that healing isn't always fun and that there's a lot of it that just does suck, that is very difficult. And it can just seem like one more painful thing after the other as we begin to unlayer and uh, discover the parts of us that need to be healed and why they need to be healed and who the people were that caused those wounds to us and how we need to maybe heal our relationship with them or let the relationship go completely. None of that is fun at all. And so there is some truth that uh, getting into some of that stuff that's in there is painful. And so I'm not talking about bypassing the pain and that if we're not having fun, we're not doing it right. So I don't want you to hear that. I'm talking about having fun as an act of self-love in our healing journey and as a part of a healing modality in our healing journey. So after all that you've been through, all that we've been through, how do we learn to have fun again or maybe to have fun for the first time? Now, let's start with understanding why, why we're not having fun or what is that process looking like that's keeping us from giving ourselves permission to play. 
Well, the first one and the most obvious one is that we've gotten so serious about healing that we've just simply forgotten to have fun. We've gone down that rabbit hole, as I said. We've gotten so focused in on healing and learning and discovering that we just forgot. We forgot to have fun and that we had the option of having fun while we're healing. Now, I don't know about you, but in the first part of my healing journey, a lot of the information I was getting and a lot of the things that I was connecting with made it feel like I didn't have the option to be fun, that I really needed to do all this work and uh, all of these things. And yes, we do the work, we do those things, but you don't have to leave off having fun. Your soul, your body, your mind needs to have fun. Now, the second reason that we probably don't feel like we can have fun It's because we don't feel like we deserve it or that we've earned it. The deserve part might go back to that core fundamental belief that we're not worthy, that we're not worthy of love. And so we don't deserve to have fun. And when we're having fun, we feel guilty about it. It's okay. Once again, if you don't hear anything else, hear this. It's okay to have fun and to give yourself permission to play. So that sense that we don't deserve it comes from that wound, comes from that trauma, comes from that pain. And allowing yourself to have fun is going to actually heal that part of you that feels like you don't deserve it. Now, the earn part of the we don't feel like we deserve it or earn it is that somehow in our minds, we make up these stories that once I get to this point or I have enough progress in this area, then I'll have earned the right or the permission to be able to have fun. Well, once again, that's just a story that we have in our mind, and that story might have come from uh, parents or upbringing or other people where we had to jump through certain hoops in order to have that permission to have fun or to play. There is no permission that you need. There is nothing that you need to earn in order to have fun and to give yourself permission to play. I was recently on another podcast and we were talking about this subject where as a child, uh, I had to do certain things and had to go through certain hoops in order for me to be able to play or to have fun. And the result of doing that was this really unhealthy relationship with fun and with play. And then when I would play and I'd have fun, I usually got in trouble for it because I was very curious. I would take things apart or I'd go uh, experiment and explore, wind up getting hurt. You know, I had 10 broken bones in my life as a kid growing up, so very adventurous. And uh, I was exploring and doing all kinds of things and I'd get in trouble for it. So not only did I have to go through some uncomfortable things to be able to play, then I would get in trouble with playing the way that I liked to play. And so that had like a double negative for me in play, in the activity of having fun. So later I started to shut down that center within me that was allowing me to be playful, to be curious. And then everything turned really serious in my life. Everything became about work and jumping through hoops. And that might be your story. Fun and play may be associated with something traumatic. It also may be associated with when you were able to do those things that, yeah, you got consequences or you got in trouble as well. And so be gentle and compassionate with yourself as you're learning to have a healthy relationship with play. Now, a third thing uh, that might keep us or prevent us from being able to play is that we're addicted to feeling bad. A lot of trauma and shame and the resulting emotions uh, that are connected with that 
keep us addicted to feeling bad. We have a wiring, and I've talked about this in other episodes, but we have a wiring that keeps us in what we feel like is safe or what we feel like is home, which is not feeling good, not feeling good emotionally, mentally, physically, and that's become something that we're comfortable with. And so not playing is a form of punishment for ourselves in order to put us back into what feels comfortable. And so it's no wonder that even in healing, we carry over that addiction. We carry over that feeling of feeling bad. And so it's a chemical, neurological, uh, and an entire complex connection with our bodies around feeling bad. And allowing ourselves to have fun feels awkward and uncomfortable to us because we've spent so much time in the zone of feeling bad. Now, the fourth and final thing I'll talk about in why we don't give ourselves the permission to play is that we just don't know how. I talked about it a little bit earlier. We were never allowed to do it, so we don't even know what it looks like or feels like. So we're going to have to do work in learning what it looks and feels like to have fun and to play. And that's okay. It's okay that you don't know how to play. It's okay that you've never learned it. It's okay that you're using uh, the lack of play as a punishment for yourself. I mean, everything that I just shared, it's okay that that's a part of your story and a part of your journey. Do not shame yourself. Love that little part of you or those pieces and parts of you who don't know how to do that or have all of those stories as to why you can't do it. You are your healer. You're the one who's going to look at those pieces and parts of yourself and invite them into a healing process. And a part of that healing process is going to include play and having fun. And I hope that's good news. All right. So let's start getting into how play can help us in healing. Number one is it releases all kinds of healing chemicals. All of the research shows that play is absolutely life-giving to us. It helps reduce stress. Play helps to stimulate and release uh, feel-good chemicals such as endorphins, GABA, serotonin, oxytocin, and dopamine, just to mention a few. So you can really see how amazing play is in helping our bodies connect with feeling good which is really important in our healing journey because it can help us in that addiction to feeling bad. We can begin to move ourselves towards feeling good and play can help break that, help break that cycle uh, of feeling bad all the time by allowing ourselves to play and having that become more of a norm for us. The second thing that play can help us do is that it helps us learn. Once again, there's a lot of research about how play can help accelerate learning and help bring deeper connections to our learning. So as we're learning to heal, we can use play as a way to integrate what we're learning. For example, if you're learning how to connect with relationships more authentically, to show up as yourself more authentically, instead of just trying to do it or to theorize it, you can actually experiment with it in a playful activity. So instead of going to the movie with somebody, go and do something that's playful. That'll not only allow your more authentic self to come out, but it'll also deepen the connection with that person. The third thing that play does is it helps our brain to see that we don't need to 
earn the right to play and that we deserve the right to have fun and to play. Your brain needs to see you doing the things that you say that you believe. Just internally, mentally assenting to something doesn't always help it to fully ingrain. So the action or having corresponding action to what you're saying really helps cement it in the brain because the brain wants to see you doing what you say that you believe. So go ahead and begin to do things that are fun, even if it doesn't feel fun in the beginning, because that's going to show your brain that you actually believe it. The fourth thing that it's going to help do is lighten up the journey. Healing can be heavy, so we need times to allow ourselves to lighten up, to release the stress, and to engage in something that's playful. And this is really key to keep us out of what I call healing burnout. We can get so focused in healing. We can get so focused in doing heavy lifting and going down into the issues that we need to resolve that we get burned out on healing and we stop the process. We don't want to do that. And one of the ways that we can prevent that is through playfulness. Playfulness is going to lighten it up. It's going to bring life back to us. It's going to lift our heads up for a moment out of all of the things that we're trying to sort through and give us some refreshment and energy to continue to stay on the healing path. And finally, the last thing I'll talk about in the benefits is that it helps us connect to our inner child. It helps us connect to that part of us that maybe didn't have the permission to have fun or that carried so many heavy, serious things uh, as a child and then through into adulthood. It allows the part of you uh, that wants to play to see that what you didn't get to do, what you didn't get to have as a child, it's okay to do that now and that you're going to show up for yourself and connect with yourself, connect with the child within you, and give that child permission to play. And that is going to be healing in and of itself, because giving the child within you permission to play is also telling that part of you that it's safe now. You see, we don't play when things aren't safe. We don't play when we're in danger. And so as you're giving that child permission to play, you're also telling that child that it's safe now and that you're there for that part of you and that you're looking out for that part of you and it's okay to engage in play and express the part of you that maybe was never allowed to be expressed. And some of the beautiful things that are going to come out of that is that you'll connect to a whole creative part of yourself that maybe has been shut down. You'll connect to a whole curious side of yourself that has maybe been shut down. I mean, you're going to connect with pieces and parts of you that you've maybe never connected with before. And that is beautiful. And a lot of that connection is going to begin with giving that inner child the permission to play. All right. So now we've talked about why we're not giving ourselves permission to play, and then two, what the benefits are of play and how it can be healing. So now let's just talk about the how. So how are we going to have fun? Well, let's keep it super simple because the more complex we make it, the less fun it's probably going to be. We'll actually suck the fun out of fun. And so for this podcast episode, I just want to encourage you to keep it really simple. Find one thing this week that you can engage in that's playful. 
And when you're engaging in it, try to not judge yourself, shame yourself, saying that you're doing it wrong. And yeah, it might feel awkward in the beginning. That's okay. It did for me. I remember some of the things that I was trying to engage in to be playful. The whole time I was doing it, I was wondering if other people were judging me or what were they thinking of me or how awkward I looked in trying to do it because it was so foreign to me. That's probably going to happen And is there a way that you can even make that fun? Is there a narrative or a story that you can build uh, with yourself to look at that as a child, as somebody who's just trying to figure out how to have fun and go easy on yourself? Be kind to yourself. Don't judge yourself. Maybe your key to having fun this week is just doing one thing that you won't judge yourself for, allowing yourself to just have a moment where you're free of judgment and self-criticism. And maybe that's all it is for you, that you allow yourself to be present on the couch and have fun watching a movie without thinking about all the things that you should be doing and why it's wrong for you to be sitting there and enjoying yourself. So whatever it is for you this week, I just want to encourage you to find some way, somehow, to engage in fun and give yourself permission to play. Your healing journey needs it. It's going to benefit from it. And you're going to find yourself more energized to continue on the path. And I'd love to hear from you on how you're having fun this week. You can reach out to me on Instagram. And my handle there is Jerry A. Henderson. Or you can email me at jerry at jerryhenderson.org. Or you can leave some comments here in this episode about some of the creative ways that you're having fun. And just a reminder, if you haven't had a chance yet to sign up for my newsletter, you can do that by going to the show notes in this episode or simply going to jerryhenderson.org forward slash newsletter. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be here, to invest in yourself, and for giving yourself the permission to love yourself and the permission to play. And as I do with every episode, I want to remind you that you are worthy of your own love. 